In Hebrews chapter 9, text that I want to read to you, the text of the message, is in verse 28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Now the context is actually verses 23 through 28. And what he's talking about is that Christ is coming again, that there was a pattern established in the, like the tabernacle and other things that spoke of his first coming, but the pattern of heavenly things had to be completed with Christ offering his blood, dying, resurrecting, and going into the heavenlies. Having done that, all that remains is his coming again. The period in which we live now is described in the Bible as the mystery age. Church itself being grafted in to the plan of God. I want to share with you this morning this message, the second coming of Christ. I want to begin, and I hope you picked up a set of notes, talk about its importance. The importance of this doctrine, this teaching, this event that is to come to pass shortly is seen by its prominence in Scripture. It is claimed that one out of every 30 verses in the Bible mentions the second coming of Christ. To every one mention of his first coming, there are eight references to his second coming. 318 references to it are made in 216 chapters in the Bible. Whole books are devoted to the subject, First and Second Thessalonians, for example. Whole chapters are devoted to the subject, teachings by Christ, Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21. It is the theme of the Old Testament prophets. They looked forward to it. Sometimes the first coming and the second coming were merged into one in some of their writings. But it was their hope Christ would come, the Messiah would come, deliver them, and set up his kingdom. Jesus Christ himself often spoke of this event in John chapter 14 and verse 3. Remember that great chapter of John 14, Let not your heart be troubled? Spoke of his coming again. Matthew 24 and 25, Mark 13, Luke 21. All these are references to his coming again. The angels who bore witness, faithful witness to his first coming, when Jesus left this earth, those angels said to his disciples there, He will come again. The apostles went forth from the upper room after being filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to preach the second coming of Jesus Christ. He is coming again. So we can see that it has a prominent place in the Word of God. It is the one thing that the church is told to look forward to, that is his second coming, or as some of us call it, the blessed hope. Titus 2.13 says, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. It is that one event which supersedes all others. And we are told to look forward to that day, to anticipate it, to expect it, and to be glad in it. It is also that doctrine which will prove to be the greatest incentive to Christian living. Matthew 21, verses 34 to 36, Jesus said, Take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. Watch you therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Someone said that a preacher once preached a message on the second coming and he, he was preaching and he got rather excited about it. And he said, Jesus is coming and there's nothing that anyone can do about it. You just might as well get ready. After the service, a lady come up to him and said, Preacher, 
What do you mean preaching that Jesus Christ is coming back? He come back today, he would interrupt my plans. I have plans. I have plans that I want to carry out. I don't want Jesus Christ to come back today. And the preacher looked at her and said, Well, lady, you might as well change your plans because he's coming back anyway. And that's the way I feel about it, friend. I sometimes talk to my kids and especially my daughter and she's got all kinds of plans, you know. And Jesus coming back would interfere with some of her plans too. Maybe he would interfere with some of your plans. Maybe you've got plans that you're going to carry out. Well, listen, Jesus is coming, friend. With or without your or my approval, he is coming. <laughs>